boondocking, solo camping, right? Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that. So solo camping, it's a new thing that I just started doing this year. Um, I just got out of a relationship. So just being young and figuring out who I am as an individual and I love being up in the mountains and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. I love the sawtooths. I went and did the Grand Tetons not too long ago. Um, I absolutely loved that. Okay. So Grand Tetons, right? Mm -hmm. Not, uh, not for the faint of heart. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you just roll into a campground or do you go find something? Yeah, I'll go, I'll do some research before about like some hikes that I want to do or um, just campgrounds I want to stay at. And I just lay my seats down in the back of my car and I can fit an air mattress back there and just stay in my car. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have a Kia Sportage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good size. Do you bring all the like solar stuff with you no i'm not that fancy the, yet, not fancy <laughs> yet. Right. maybe one day all right <laughs> i love it i think it's a great experience to put yourself in your own thoughts and really just think about life and set goals for yourself i think that's awesome yeah peaceful place to think it is very peaceful welcome back to gi and a cup of joe once again i'm here with annie t just a regular girl and I'm here with Justin C. Just a regular guy. In this podcast we'd like to take off the rank and get right down to just being a regular person who made a random decision to wear a uniform in the Idaho Army National Guard. All of us come from very different backgrounds but we do have one common goal to better our future. Not just to better our future for ourselves but for our families and the ones we love. We encourage you to listen to each story and see how regular people with average grades, average attitudes, and common fears about their future, find their strength and their ability to be resilient and to be able to accomplish extraordinary things. Welcome to season two. Well, today we're talking to you officially. She's Specialist Hallie May, but honestly, she's just Hallie. Uh, Let's go back to high school, Hallie. Where did you go to high school and what kind of student were you? I went to CUNA High School. I was a student athlete, also a teacher's teacher's kid. Yeah, teacher's kid. That's right. My mom taught at my high school, so. Oh, that had to be terrible. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It it had its pros and cons. (laughs) She knew everything that everybody was doing, so trying to sneak around was not not a thing. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I played volleyball. I took a lot of college classes, so I set off first to um, take as many college classes as I could in the medical field to go through sports med because that's what I wanted to do after high school is go to college for sports med or something in the medical field. Um, I'm terrified of needles, so medical field was not for me. You figured <laughs> but, that out in high school. Yeah, huh? yep. nice. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's how I ended up here <laughs> in the card. So let's talk favorite subjects. Favorite subjects. Health sciences. I've always been fascinated by the human body and like the limits that we can push ourselves to. I think it's super cool and just how we function as a being. And you pushed yourself to the limit, didn't you? Because you did some bodybuilding. I did, yeah. What was that like? Um, So I started that my senior year of high school. That was a really great experience to learn um, just how my body works and how eating certain foods and working out really affects you. Um, 
I would say it was more mentally challenging, just staying disciplined and I motivated bet. every single day to go do it. But good for you for doing I love that. Doing it, I think it's so great. Are you gonna do it again? Do another show? Yeah, I'm planning on competing possibly here in May. Um, I would start prep next week. So oh, wow. I'm trying to mentally prepare. <laughs> Eat all the candy this week. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's substantial discipline. <laughs> We know that your mom was a, a teacher mm-hmm. in the high school that you attended, <laughs> yeah. right? What kind of steered you in this direction of the Idaho Army National Guard? Because it sounds like you had a lot of things that were going on all at once, mm-hmm. but there's no, like, what was the connection that got you this direction? So my senior year of high school was mostly online schools because of COVID. Um, so I was taking, I think, like five classes online, and then I worked two separate jobs just because we didn't really have the money, so... I had that all on my own. And then um, I was wanting to play college volleyball. Um, Because of COVID, most colleges didn't have scholarship money or room on their rosters because they let their seniors play again. So I was like, well, (laughs) I don't want to pay thousands of dollars for something that I'm not 100% sure on just yet because that's a a lot of money. Oh, yeah. So um, my dad was in the Navy for a long time. And I just kind of talked to him. I actually remember my freshman year of high school, some Navy recruiters came and were talking to us about it. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And my mom was not very happy. She did not <laughs> like that idea whatsoever. Oh, so I steered clear of that for a while. And then my senior year, I was like, well, I was really interested in the military, despite my mom not liking it. <laughs> so I'm going to go do some research. And I talked to a Navy recruiter and something just didn't feel right about what they were telling me. And I couldn't find a job that I necessarily liked with them. Um, same with the air guard. So I just was like, I don't know. And then, um, I have a couple friends that are in, uh, Jatea Wilkie's my best friend. So oh, I yeah. talked to her really. about it quite a bit. And then, um, Cameron Weeks, her husband, um, got me in. I did a tour with Tammy Serkovich of aviation and it sounds Maybe not weird, but I just had this gut feeling that it was what I was supposed to do. Like that, that was what was meant for me. Um, and I told my recruiter, I was like, I want to be a 15 Papa, a flight operations specialist. That's the job I want. And then eventually I want to become a Black Hawk pilot. That's my plan. We're going to sign. Let's do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> And you knew this in high school that you want to join that the military. Was, yeah, that was my senior year because I didn't, I didn't think about it till probably about when I graduated high school, okay. kind of dawned on me that I should probably make a decision for my future. <laughs> so, did you have any um, plans before the military, like earlier in high school, that you wanted to do? I guess medical field, right? Yeah, mostly just college and volleyball. Um, not anything super big, I would right. say. Just the normal, like, teenager. Oh, I don't really know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> so. Go ahead. Let's go back. Yeah. You want to, you were doing bodybuilding and this desire to bodybuild kicked off in the middle of COVID. Yes. So how did you like with gyms being closed? (laughs) How did you make this a thing? So I worked. So one of my two jobs that I worked was at Axiom. I was a front desk person and right when they reopened, um, 
And a bunch of the trainers there were asking if I was interested in competing. I was like, I have no idea what that is, but I'll look into <laughs> <Sounds> it. <fun. laughs> yeah. So I started training with one of them and it's like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. And it just became such a big part of my day and such a habit that I was like, yeah, I guess I'll give competing a try. I, I like challenging myself and I'm, I would say I'm, I'm an athlete. So competing is just something that I always like to do. Okay. Just no, I'm just right place <clears throat> at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of t- figuring out how you, yeah. A lot of the interviews that we do when you talk to like high school kids, mm-hmm. um, or even some of the, the older, uh, service members that come in and they talk, they have <laughs> stories similar to our stories. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a plan. I wasn't really doing anything. I was, <laughs> you know, uh, I was not the best student and I, you know, yeah. but it seems like you were dialed in through high school on um, the direction you wanted to go. And that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. My mom, Annie knows my mom. She's pretty, she has, she's a great she's checker on her <laughs> second master's degree. My mom, my entire life has always been going to school. She's just been very dialed into her career and accomplishing her goals. So I think I just took her work ethic and her dedication to just wanting to grow and get better and just ran with it oh okay that's good yeah. like what's she like tiger mom uh, like are you doing your homework yeah, uh, not, uh, yeah, she likes to okay. live life a little okay, bit good. Well, <laughs> a little bit she was a great i checker. support tiger moms that's a good thing no, my mom was <laughs> great she's so great she's a good person <laughs> yeah okay. so being an athlete probably helped you through boot camp right? yeah yep yeah, how was that did. challenging for you um as far as like the physical stuff goes with boot camp I would say it wasn't, I feel like I got such a different basic training experience. Really? It was so easy as far as drill sergeants and it just wasn't what I was expecting. Where did you go? Jackson. Okay. Okay. So like if you turn around and look at the board, we're actually taking notes. And so you would be, you would be the eighth tick mark on there of people that have done this podcast that Uh said, yeah, uh, Boot camp was way easy. Like, I don't know what I went through. I actually had so much fun. I had so much fun in basic training. I had great people in my platoon. My drill sergeants were so great, so funny. I think I might have done more laughing than anything. Oh, my God. You shouldn't be saying about (laughs) basic training, but... (laughs) What was the best part about uh, basic for you? Um, I think just learning and growing it, I think it put me into a good trajectory of where I wanted my life to go or like where I want my life to go. Um, as far as like being an adult, um, taught me a lot, but I think just the people I met and I don't know, not every day you get to say that like I was getting paid to shoot guns and right go throw grenades and do all these ruck marches. And yeah, I'm, I think the whole experience was so much fun. That's cool. I remember the obstacle course at Fort Jackson, and that was probably my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I had a different Fort Jackson experience. <laughs> so. so you're just starting your career, right? Yep. What has been your greatest accomplishment since the day, the first day you put on this uniform mm-hmm. until now? I think, so one of my goals that I had coming back from basic training and uh, school was to get a full-time job because I joined for a career, was to get a full-time job on base, no matter what that was. And I think within six months of being home, I got my full-time position up in flight ops. And so I would say that's my greatest accomplishment this far. 
I have so many more that I'm like ready to accomplish. I know greater things are coming as like, I feel like that's so small to say is, oh, I just got a job within the guard, but <laughs> that's huge. It's no, it that's is huge. Cause how old are you? 21. Yeah. Uh, you know, you wish you could sit down and explain what that means to get a full-time job in this organization, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you you talk to a lot of other uh, leaders across the state and across the organization as a whole, like this is a full-time job and you know where your future is going to go. And like you, you check the box for 20 years, yep. like when you get it done right, you're like, oh, okay, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into when I accepted a full-time job. I was hired as a temporary technician when I first got back from basic training and I had no idea what was handed to me. Yeah. And then, you know, slowly but surely I learned all the benefits and everything with it. And then the AGR program and I'm like, oh man, I got it made. <laughs> yeah, I, I worked for the state, right? Okay. So I was, I had three kids and I was making a living off of state of Idaho wages. And then somebody offered me a, a one-year ADOS job out here mm-hmm. in my first paycheck. I like compared them both and I was like, I'm all in. <laughs> like, whatever I got to do, I got to stay out here. Yeah. Um, so back to high school. Yeah. Um, You've only been out a couple of years, but if you could go back and give people some advice, some students like yourself advice on on how to get through high school, how to get through life, what would you mm-hmm. give them or tell them? Um, I feel like it's so dependent on each situation. For myself, it was just bettering my future. So what can I do to better my future to set myself up financially, mentally, mentally? mentally physically (laughs) (laughs) all those things um I think just go with what you think is right because it's so dependent on each situation I am so glad I joined the military it's given me so much and will continue to give me so much so just go with what you think is right and there's so many options out there high schools push college so heavily and college is not the only option it's not the only option in your future. I remember talking to your mom about that in depth because yeah. she was, like you said before, she wasn't too keen on the Navy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, everyone needs to go to college. I'm like, no, they don't. The military will yeah. help you, right? It'll yeah. help you get through college. And yeah. yeah. And even even for a lot of people, too, the military will help you find what you want to do in college if you want to go to college. Absolutely, it will. Yep. Because I know I didn't. If I went to college right out of high school, I did go to college and I I partied out of college because I didn't, I wasn't there for academics. I yeah. was there just to be there. Right? Well, yep. you think over 60% of freshmen change their majors after the first year. Right. Yeah. Because they don't know who they are. They haven't done the things that you're doing, like mm-hmm. trying to go out and find yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone needs to solo camp. Yeah. Solo camping Highly is the answer. <laughs> okay, so solo camping, right? Yeah. This is the Pacific Northwest, technically. Yep. Right? <clears throat> and this is the Sasquatch Battalion. Yep. So, <laughs> the most important question of the show. Very important. Do you believe in Bigfoot? You know, I'd like to. What? I'd really like to. I think, and I just need to go do more research because it's not even maybe a thought that I've had. Solo camping, though, and thinking that Sasquatch is out there is kind of. Uh, disturbing a little disturbing yeah 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 Yeah. i would agree yeah (laughs) but i don't know i want to say yes good answer yeah Yeah. so you're the second aviator that we've had on this show now since we started Mm -hmm. and the first one was like "Eh, i got to do some research Mm -hmm. that was your response i think and more research (laughs) so we'll see that's you that's interesting but isn't there flight maps that have the 
Sasquatch. Yeah, legend. you so talked the, about that in the, the Air Force episode. maps. Like so, oh, <clears> and we've map. got one in um, in headquarters too. Uh, uh, First Sergeant Rash has got it. I we need to bring it here and prove to people yeah. Sasquatch is real. <laughs> you, you turn over the official like Air Force flight map, and in the key, it it shows Sasquatch like mm-hmm. uh, migratory patterns. Uh-huh. And then it has areas on the map where these migrant like like if you bail out of a plane don't bail out of the plane in these areas like avoid this area. yeah avoid this area you're like oh okay but maybe solo camp a mile away well yeah, yeah. maybe Just dip in and out see what you see yeah <laughs> Okay, so we stepped on a little bit of Sergeant Major's grass, which means we just need to clear up a couple of things that we said. Mm-hmm. Um, you used uh, flight ops, Hallie. Yeah. Um, we want to explain what flight ops is. So flight operations is where we have all our radios keep comms with all our pilots. Um, just my workplace, my job specific in the Army. Okay. Um, and I said AGR, and again, that stands for Active Guard Reserve. Um, it's just active duty for the National Guard full-time job and then star major you said ados uh active duty special work so ados is um one-year orders all the benefits of an agr job but it has a termination date so a lot of the agrs out here will start they'll get a one-year tour kind of prove themselves and apply for every open agr job that comes open perfect okay Okay, well that's all we have time for thank (laughs) Thank you you. awesome (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for today. We'd like to thank our guests and our production crew for their time. Join us every Wednesday here on GI and a Cup of Joe. See you next week.